0: Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, Today I was going to start talking about another book, but um, I listened to a podcast, actually just came out on Monday, um, yesterday, about Alzheimer's, and then I had some notes prepared on the book called The End of Alzheimer's, and then I think it'll probably be more beneficial if we start a new book today, Uh, jump a couple books ahead, and then... Just, well, my memory is fresh and kind of talk about that. So, um, first of all, right, Alzheimer is not my, one of my favorite diseases, right? Um, it literally takes you away from your loved ones. Um, they cannot recognize you anymore. And then, you know, that's just an uh, um, outcome of cognitive decline. So here's the thing, right, is that there's no really reliable way to treat it. Right or prevent it as of right now, you know, uh, in terms of medicine, and from the year two thousand to the year twenty ten, there are two hundred and forty four experimental drugs trying to get approved by, uh, the um the uh, FCC, right? No, the Food and Drug, the FDC. Sorry, for Alzheimer's, only one was approved. Right, so the only one disease this is right now in the Western medicine, there's only one disease that we have no effective treatment at all, right? Like, uh, even when we talk about, you know, like cancer or HIV or AIDS, they have treatments now, but with Alzheimer's, we don't. And partially it's because it's related to the brain and partially is because there's not really anything that we can do to slow down Alzheimer's, right? So let's... Let's talk about it in like a different way. What is the cause of Alzheimer's disease, right? So the traditional view or the old view is that by the accumulation in the brain of a sticky synapse destroying plague uh, like kind of like a, you know, like a material made of protein. And that thing is called amyloid beta. Okay, now, that is the old view. But the thing is, is right now we're having some new advancement right now that we can look at it from a genetic perspective that we can find a way to reverse it. We can find a way to actually prevent it. But it's going to be a long process, right? So that's what this book is about. So. This author, um, he actually started a program called Recode, uh, R-E-C-O-D, Recode. They got started back in 1989. Um, Now it has over a thousand patients. And then um, according to him, here is the real cause of Alzheimer's. First of all, Alzheimer's was happening. Most of it is actually, it has no symptoms. Right, so most people they don't even know they had Alzheimer's until years later uh, after they start having memory loss or difficult to recall names or getting lost on the highway. So, in a sense, I don't remember what exactly what was the number. I, I listened to this yesterday. I think 30 million or 40 million people in the US right now that have Alzheimer's, but they're not realizing it. Right, so the real cause of Alzheimer's is actually a protective response in the brain. So what do we mean, right? So Alzheimer's disease does not arise from the brain failing to function as they evolve to. That's not the real cause. So Alzheimer happens when the brain responds as it should to threats. Let me repeat that. Alzheimer's disease does not arise from the brain failing to function as it evolved to, but it it really happens when the brain responds as it should to threats. So it's kind of like when we're talking about the immune system, right? Uh, We have inflammation, right? We talked about the uh, carnival diet before. So there are three metabolic threats for Alzheimer's. So we have inflammation, again, this is one of the big ones, right? that can come from the diet, that can come from the infection, that can come from others. We have the second one is decline and shortage of supportive nutrients, hormones, and other brain-supported molecules. So what I mean is we're lacking the nutrient that can help us to function that cause cognitive de- uh, de- decline. And last, we have toxic substances or like metal or biotoxin, And so on. So, in a sense, that Alzheimer's is not really purely a cognitive function decline, but it's actually the result is that, but the cause is actually physical, biological function that causes Alzheimer's for most people. So, if you want to talk about how to Get rid of Alzheimer's, we need to talk about how to get Alzheimer's, right? So first of all, we need to talk about is how to prevent and reduce inflammation. So we talked about this before, right? Inflammation is your body's response to attack. So it's your body response to pathogens. So in that sense, it's actually produced the protein that we talked about from before, the amyloid beta. Right? So one of the biggest physiological response for alzheimer is they're reducing the insulin resistance so that's why when you see um you know diabetic people when they are actually have a higher chance of getting alzheimer disease and then they will lower your glucose levels as well so in a sense insulin resistance is a key here in terms of dietary uh triggers. We want to keep the insulin resistant high, 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 high. How do we do that? By getting rid of the inflammation, right? We're, we're, we're talking about getting rid of sugar foods, maybe chips, maybe cereal, maybe fast food. So those things can only contribute to the inflammation, which contribute to the beta amyloid protein, which contributed to Alzheimer's. So eat healthy. Secondly, we want to optimize our hormone, right? We talk about that. You know, we have the tropic factor, we have the nutrients. So the major thing here, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds. Like, again, I'm not a physician or a biologist or a neuroscientist. But the most int- most interesting thing is they need to improve the strengths of synapses, right? So I think we touched on this before. Uh, probably not. We haven't covered that book yet. That book was planned before this. But uh, there is a thing called BDNF. Uh, Bring derived neurotropic factor, so that is a measurement of the synapses firing between each other, and what can we best to improve that exercise and i 'm not talking about physical exercise i 'm talking about actually working out actually sweating, actually do uh, resistant training, actually run, actually you know do sana that 's what i 'm talking about. Right, So exercise can, in a way, improve our um, BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, and increases our strength of synapses. Because when you move, it actually you know, causes our you know, synapses to fire. Like when we punch somebody or when we are running, that synapses fire all, 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 all the time. Right. Number three, eliminate toxins. So how do we eliminate toxins? By sweating right, by, by getting rid of the toxin food, by hydration, by sauna, by doing fasting, right, because when you're fasting, your body is trying to burn all the carbs first, and then get get into fat, getting rid of that carbohydrate, or when we're sleeping, right, as your brain are actually getting rid of the toxins from the day before, so we really need to have a good night's sleep, that's important, right, and trying to keep lower weight, the more weight you have by by just share like the way proportionality, you're gonna have more toxin, right? And of course, there's genetics. So I want to touch a little bit more on genetics because on the book they actually got um, a lot of chapters on the neurophysiological level of genetics. So here's what my take on it. I'm gonna gonna give you guys the short version of it. So it's very simple. Um, there is this genetic factor called uh, LPOE 3 and LPOE 4 okay? So those are genes. So LPOE 3 is a recessive gene, have a re- uh, recessive trait, and then LPOE 4 has an expressive trait. So it's kind of like, you know, like whenever you're getting, a, you know, a male and female, right? You know, we have XS or XY or the reverse, I don't really re- Remember, but th- this is similar idea here. When you have four, so LPOE4 and LPOE4, that means you are genetically uh, destined to get uh, L- Alzheimer's, right? When you have three, three, when you have three, four, then you have some wiggle room. So even though you have, uh, let's say, genetically de- uh, determined LPOE4 uh, gene trait, the number one thing that you need to do is exercise, right? I will will, uh, use my parents as an example, right? Um, You know, they uh, listen to the podcast. Uh, My mom, right? Like, she's close to retirement. Uh, She is using uh, this online coursework. She's practicing calligraphy. Like, she never done uh, done it before. So it's actually getting her to... Work on the synapses, right? The neurological link, right? Uh, increases firing, right? And the only thing that they're not doing enough, I think, is is uh, exercise, right? Like I've been haunting them, say, hey, you know, like you know, get good sleep, right? Like you know, like you 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 gotta uh, you know sleep good to like avoid um, Alzheimer's, and I think their diet is pretty good, and they're not obese at all, so. The only thing that my advice to my parents right now is exercise um, and fasting. My uh, my mom does fasting as well and sleeping, right? So today, I just wanted to do a quick episode on this, kind of like an introduction to Alzheimer's disease. The reason being is that I used to think that Alzheimer's disease is just a neurological decline, right? It just something that is irreversible. I never thought that um, Alzheimer's disease can actually be treated when we're talking about with diet, with sleeping, or with fasting, or with exercise, right? With, you know, what you eat and how you eat it, how to get rid rid of the sugar. Um, I think my brand new perspective on this now is that Alzheimer's disease can be preventable if we're, you are living a healthy lifestyle. It's like a bonus. So it just gives us an extra amount of quote unquote like brownie points for staying healthy, right? You're fasting, you're doing a stasana, you're doing a heat shock therapy, you're exercising, you're getting good food, you're not taking that much sugar, you're eating whole food, right? Like not much um, you know, processed food, like less sugar, less fat all of that will contribute to the idea of not getting Alzheimer's. And on, 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 on top of anything else, learn new skill, right? So, okay, I've been talking for way too long. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to dive in a little deeper on Alzheimer's disease, and then we should probably call it tomorrow. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, share it with your friends or family that can benefit from this and subscribe to the podcast. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.